It's the rough. buses don't run that well. In my experience, like from what I remember in Brooklyn, like late, I remember it was harder to get regular yeah, buses. I mean, it's it harder is. in Manhattan to get a regular bus after oh, yeah. 9 p.m. After, absolutely. It's just, so. yeah. <clears throat> Where's more public transit, Eric Adams? Oh, wait, sorry, you have to buy a million robot dogs to, to rip terrorize apart the homeless. The homeless. <laughs> so I guess we can't have buses. Lord. Nope. No <laughs> buses our, for you. Yeah. Speaking of New York. New York. Over Broadway. Welcome to another episode of Bits Over Broadway. Bits Over Broadway. Ooh, okay, we're mixing it up. Did my voice crack on that? <laughs> He's growing up. I'm going through puberty. He grows up so fast. <laughs> Um, okay, Connor, any biz? None whatsoever. Okay, we love that. We love a slow news day. It's such a slow news day. It's been a slow news um, year? year. And a half. <laughs> <laughs> Two years? Three years? How yeah. long has it been? No. What are we what are we gonna talk about? The, I don't know. The Tonys, those are those don't have until the summer. They, this is they're so far away. They're so far. They're so far. Of course, by the time this comes out, they'll probably be closer. Who knows? Drops in May, so you know, yeah. just months away. Even. A, a month, <laughs> one month, kind of one. One kind of one. I wonder so. what's going to get nommed this season. Has anybody seen anything? I have seen. <laughs> I haven't been nothing. to a musical since. Seen nothing. I saw Come From Away last year. And that was the last musical I saw, and that was like the first musical I had seen in like two years. Truly, <laughs> two years. I I really. I don't know what's new. What's popping? I don't know. Call in. <laughs> it's call in. It's absolutely insane that we have a Broadway podcast and we do not know a thing about Broadway. <laughs> That's my business. No, so no. sorry. I thought you said call in. I was like, I would love to have a call in show. I'd love to Honestly, do a call in episode. <laughs> why don't we have call ins? I don't know. Check our Patreon content um, for our call in show. And that's where we call other people. Right. We FaceTime and say lightning round musical edition. <laughs> and then we just quiz them. And when they get an yeah. answer wrong, we hang up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like it's it's like you said, it's us cold calling them. Oh, 100 percent. They do not know it's coming. Yeah, no, not at all. Actually, okay, cut all this because I love this idea. Okay. <laughs> this is um, actually popping off for me. <laughs> this is a really good and like, okay, so like what are some of the questions we could ask? Okay, so we could be like, when was Steven Sondheim born? <laughs> Nobody what? knows. He's a time immemorial. What gender orientation is Andrew Lloyd Webber? <laughs> you know, things like that. Where in the world is Audra McDonald? <laughs> Normal questions. Yes, exactly. Did you know Rumor Willis could sing? <laughs> Hang up. Do you think T.R. Knight is old? <laughs> and you better answer and you right. You better answer. That one, that's a that's a gun to your head question. <laughs> and I'll pull. I'm not afraid to pull the trigger. I'll pull it. If you fuck up. Exactly. I love asking subjective questions as yeah. though they are objective. As though they're objective. <laughs> There's that's, one answer to this. That's iconic. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, okay, let's talk about this week's musical. <laughs> Once again, week's. just me and Kanban. Uh, we classic. Classic. We are covering Hello Again. Hello Again. I love it. Yeah, it's nice. I'm excited to like get into it and yeah. talk about it. We did watch uh, the movie version yes, that came um, out in 2017. 2017. It's on Broadway HD. Once again, Broadway HD. Sponsor, sponsor us. us. 
Uh, or at least just pay for our membership. <laughs> like literally just give us a yeah, year like free. Yeah, like just give us a refund on the That's it. year membership we already paid for. That's all, That's all <laughs> I'm asking for. I mean. Um, I will write this off on my taxes when we make one single dollar off I Patreon. I do think. <laughs> we are a business. It is a business expense. <laughs> I would I would argue that it is a business 100%. expense. 100%. Yeah. Um, okay. So, oh, wait. Should we like, should we, I don't know, maybe become an LLC? Are we an LLC? Are we an S Corp? <laughs> okay, I love this for us. All right. Well, this is now a business meeting. While we do our business, can you please, Connor, hit us with some facts and facts? Blast my ass off. <laughs> Literally. I know a millionaire. Facts and figs. <laughs> well, that was, was that my voice? <laughs> was that me? Was Am it my <gasps> Oh my God. He's mixing it up a little. That was unexpected. That was you with the fact and the fig even. The fact and the fig even. <laughs> well, this is your facts and figs. Hello again <laughs> is a musical with book, music, and lyrics by Michael John Lachusa. And it is based on the play La Ronde by Arthur Schnitzler. It originally uh, appeared off-Broadway in December of 1993 and ran until March of 1994. It had a uh, uh, production in the West End in 2001. There was an off-Broadway revival in 2011. And then, of course, the filmed adaptation, which um, was released in November of 2017. The original off-Broadway production was nominated for eight Trauma Desk Awards, including Best Musical, but it didn't win any. Um, And I think those are the only awards that it was nominated for. That was all I could find. Um, and, uh, in case you didn't know, Hello Again follows 10 lost souls across 10 time periods in New York City. The Daisy Chained musical explores, lo- explores love's bittersweet embrace as the pursued becomes the pursuer and slip in and out of one another's arms. <laughs> Good to just said one another. Uh, <clears throat> this now, is possibly the horniest yeah. musical we've ever covered. As Longtime readers of the pod will know. Yes. We are famously pro horn. We love a horny musical. And we support horniness and we disavow anyone who says horniness is bad. Yes. This did push the limits. This pushed the limits of how pro horny I'm willing exactly. to be. I'll be honest. Uh, this show is about fucking. It's straight up fucking. And that's it. <laughs> and, and honestly, like we were talking before off mic, fucking of any kind. We are covering every base, first, second, third, home. <laughs> All the bases covered. Every single base covered. We're doing them. Mouths are connecting with all different yeah. parts. Mouths, fingers, other things, whatever it is, we got it. Anything you can think of, it's probably happening in Solo, this musical. Solo, double, whatever you like. It's yeah. a veritable Pornhub search engine. didn't happen was the threesome. Because it's, it's only two people in every That's scene. That's true. It only doubles. That's true. We did not get an orgy. We did not get no. a threesome. Which honestly, I feel like that was kind of a missed opportunity, especially in the finale song. I agree. Like, I, I want to see Martha Plimpton with someone else. Thank you. Thank you. And honestly, let's talk about Martha Plimpton. She starts the to. entire show. Uh Martha Plimpton answers the question, if someone offered you a red or a blue gusher, which one would you take? And the answer is Red. A, a red gusher. A red gusher. Yeah. And she pops that pill and maybe it's 1901. I, it's such an interesting framing that it's like, so is it, is the entire musical a drug trip? Like. God willing. I, it sounds like a great drug trip, honestly. Yeah. Love the exploration of the mind. What yeah. is going on in there, Marth? <laughs> it's all happening in Martha Plimpton's brain. <laughs> 
She's such a weirdo. I love this. <laughs> we live. It's the best. Um, okay. I here's what I'll say before we really dive in. Okay. I really think that despite the fact that all of these everything that's happening, the scenes is centered around the sexual encounter that yes. that will happen. You get so much in some of the scenes, you get so much extra story. Mm-hmm. I'm so impressed with how much background and character and like exposition you yeah. get, despite the fact that truly 75% of this movie is copulation. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally yeah. just like Absolutely. a sexual encounter. I think that a lot of that comes from like the environmental storytelling that's happening For sure. mm-hmm. because every single scene takes place in a different time period and mm-hmm. you're getting that time period a lot. Yeah. Um, like, the the second scene happens like at a jazz club yeah. in the 40s yeah. like or is that one 40 or mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 40s um so it's like you're getting that story and like the you know honestly i'm going to say it new york is a, is part of the characters <laughs> new york, is, new york, the york is, one of, character. is the 11th character in this <laughs> musical and it shows and it's amazing um i also really enjoy and the, this is the whole daisy chain of it mm-hmm. all but you see each character twice right like yes. you see them in one decade, then we jump to the next, mm-hmm. and it's um a chrono a chronological, so yeah, it's happening it's out of time, constantly like uh you go from like the fifties to like two thousand two, mm-hmm. like it, yeah nineteen oh one to the forties, yeah. like we just said, like it, it's jumping. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a really quick flag: the decades we cover are nineteen oh one, nineteen twelve, nineteen twenty nine, nothing in the thirties. 44, 56, 67, 76, I think. Yes. Uh, and then 89. And then 2002. And 2002. Yeah. Uh, covers a lot. Yeah. Um, which Wikipedia kind of said that you get to cover a lot of musical uh, genres. Yeah. Which was sort of true, but I didn't feel like that was the point of the musical. Yeah, no. Like, it's I, definitely not being like, look at all. It's not the uh, yeah. Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamco. Yes, where, where, where every Andrew single Lord's song Weber, is a different genre. Yeah, where Angela Lloyd Webber was like, I can do French noir and Jamaican yes. steel drum. Watch me, bitch. I think a lot of it comes from like the orchestration, which I personally have an issue with the orchestration in the movie. Okay, let's speak on that. Well, I just feel like, so <clears throat> readers of the pod will know that, uh, <laughs> We did talk about Diana the Musical mm-hmm. and we watched Spencer. Yes. I did go home that night and watch Spencer. God bless. Um, the orchestration, like the actual instrumentations mm-hmm. and like the, the the way that the music was being played reminded me a lot of like the plinky plunky jazz of Spencer. Yeah, 100%. And Which is not great because it is supposed to be very disconcerting. And right, exactly. It's supposed and, to be uncomfortable to listen to. And I like I, I wasn't a huge fan of that but I, I still like the music i listened to the original um uh-huh. cast album it, the music is great okay um so i'm not like holding that against the the movie it's mm-hmm. just a choice that i did not like that you didn't care for yeah i will say that i liked the music more as we went on yes did not care for it to start i really struggled in 1944 that okay. yeah i feel you. that jazz club was talk singing yes. jazz weird a lot of talk singing in this a show. lot of talk singing a lot and you know how i feel about that of course but i think it got better later on i want to yeah. say like rumor willis's second decade oh yeah her second song was, was oh the second her the yeah her and tr night that her and scene TR was night really is, good Really good. Maybe one of my top three favorites of the yeah, of easily. the show. And then I think progressively got better. Yes. The songs 
I was like enjoying them more after yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I struggled with the first couple. I really, and um, I think they did a really nice job of blending. We got all the LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. There's so much bisexual representation. <laughs> it's really insane. Is. There really is. I'm obsessed. So that we got gays, we got lesbians, we got everybody. Um, Hold on. We got to let the shopping cart parade go by. Please hold. <laughs> shopping cart parade. <laughs> well, it happens every Sunday. Uh, <laughs> everyone just gets their shopping cart and toodles along. Yeah. Uh, That's New York, baby. Don't you do that? Aren't you part of that? Uh, sort of like when everyone used to yell out their windows at seven o'clock. Yes. Here it's, it's, it's 10 to five. Everyone gets everyone's their just shopping carts. Around. Rolling their shopping cart along. <laughs> along the sidewalk. Lexington Ave. Just rattling around. 53rd Street. Um. Okay, so let's start from the beginning, yeah. which I've heard is a very good place to start. Okay, uh, bold of you to say that. <laughs> thank you. So, okay, also, I just need to flag this really quickly. Martha Plimpton is walking through detritus, like in yeah. an alley to get to a door, and, and the door handle is on backwards. Did anyone else notice it? It is. It's flipping. It's like a, 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 a handle. Yeah. And the handle is facing not... Into the door. Like it's facing across the door frame. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Like if this is the door frame, <laughs> you would expect a door handle to be to the uh, left of that and okay. pushed down. But yeah. instead the handle goes across the door frame. It works because the door pulls out. So yeah. it doesn't matter. But if the door went the other way, it would literally get stuck. It would hit the door frame. I did not notice that. <laughs> it really threw me off. I was very stressed about what kind of fucked up place yeah. she was going to I was the just, door handles I was were just wrong. watching all the detritus which um, is stuff that shows up in other scenes <gasps> that's what I should have been paying attention mm-hmm. to instead I was fucking laser focused on the door, <laughs> the handle. door handle I was like how is she gonna get in <laughs> it's wrong exactly um, that's what happens when you live with Mitch for a while you just start noticing you start that noticing kind of the bullshit <laughs> That kind of bullshit. And as we know, nothing. when you notice the tech and you notice the design, yeah. it's good. You're fucked up in the brain. Major literally texted me the other day and he was like, hey, do you remember that show we went to go see? And then pro- pro- proceeded to describe to me the set and the tech aspects of it. <laughs> literally, that is not how anyone else remembers shows, you fucking lunatic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, do you remember that one where the set was kind of like a real summer house? I was like, no. That I could don't. be literally any music, what are you any show. About? <laughs> shows like that <laughs> like any any wisp of the plot no no okay cool do you know a character's name <laughs> yeah, perhaps like, maybe one thing that happened in the story <laughs> one plot line no okay anyway tech guys <laughs> tweet at us do tweet you remember us. shows from the plot or the tech the set. Uh, he's like describing the lighting design like it was like a lot of red tones <laughs> It's funny because it's true. That is how his brain works. And honestly, <laughs> comedy is based in truth. And comedy is based in truth. That's mm, speak on it. Okay, so I'm gonna rewatch the opening scene to <laughs> to just mentally like sift yeah. through the detritus to see where it shows up. I mean, like, because like there's the the diamond, okay. uh, the neon diamond that shows up in like almost every everything. Scene. Yeah. And then there's um at one point she like runs her hand across across a globe, and oh. I think. Um, maybe T.R. Knight has a globe in his scene. So okay. I was like, okay, so like they're setting up that like mm-hmm. all of this bullshit is like going to show up later. Yeah. And I, I did appreciate the sort of the jewelry and the like yeah, um, little trinkets that are sort of filtering through. Mm-hmm. Uh, like each each person is like moving the ruby like yeah. to the next person. Exactly. It yeah. was super, it was really cool. I, yeah. I appreciated the weird little 
ticks of it all. Um, I could see how it would be hokey. Like there is a world in which I think that that's very dumb. Absolutely. But for whatever reason, it worked for me in this. I think because it wasn't it didn't feel like it was too much. It wasn't like, where is my ruby? It was just sort of like in a scene or they're fiddling with a, you know, little piece of jewelry or whatever. I I felt like it was understated enough to not be right. Like, like in the first scene when it's the sex worker and the soldier, Mm -hmm. um, there's, you don't even like realize that she's wearing the brooch Mm -hmm. until she mentions that it's gone. That she's looking for it. Like I I had seen it on her and then I was like, but not paying attention to it because who cares? And then she's looking through, I'm like, oh, okay. And then she, you know, physically says, um, he stole my brooch. Right. Interesting because I wasn't sure. Are they doing like a trans thing? No, I don't think it, I don't think it was meant to be trans. I think she's supposed to be a cisgender woman, woman. Okay. but because of the daisy chain, mm-hmm. the sex worker that Martha Plimpton sees has mm-hmm. to be the sex worker has at the beginning be of the person. show. Yeah. So, so I had the same question. I was like, are they like making a, tra- a statement are about they like doing a trans? Yeah. Right. Like, cause I was like, well, that would, I would be super interested in that. Honestly. Absolutely. Um, at any rate, I thought it was really interesting. The, to start there. Yes. Um, I was like, what is this? Is this musical about fuckboys? Because then we immediately go from that into 1944. It pretty much is. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, this guy's just a douche. Yeah. Like, he's oh my just God, not he's a such nice a dick person. to her. He's so mean to everyone he touches. I know. Um, also, what war is happening in 1901 that this soldier is on the docks? I think it's just like... Just general just army man? Just a general army thing. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? What soldier? Is this still when Governor's Island was like an actual military base? Like, <laughs> probably. It. He's gonna ship out to Governor's Island. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. I just remembered this insane interaction I had the other day. Oh my god. We, I was, what was I going to do? I was going to Dwayne Reed for some reason. And I was walking up the street on first. What you need to know is that I live by, not Governor's Island, to, what's the? Roosevelt? Roosevelt, thank you. I was like, I was gonna call it FDR. That's... <laughs> Close Roosevelt Island. to Roosevelt Island. Um, I live very close to that that tram, right? Which apparently, unbeknownst to me, was in a Spider Man movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I did not know that, but a gentleman on the street stopped me and said, "Not kidding." He said, "Do you know where the Spider Man thing is when he is in the city and he's coming? It comes out of him." And I was like, spider-man like a web and he was like no 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 i'm like okay what because he kept doing the spider-man thing yeah of course like the flicking of the wrist he's like you know when spider-man does this i'm like a web i don't understand what you're asking me <laughs> he wanted to see spider-man turn off the dark <laughs> I was like, he was like that's is not it running, still running um and i heard his, reeve carney is on broadway <laughs> his friend goes his friend goes okay no, no no are you from around here and i was like okay pivot yes i am from around here he's like oh okay cool and the guy goes oh so you know like in the spider-man movie. right and i was like it was filmed around here. And he's like, no, no, no. Like he's acting like I'm being insane. Yeah, like, exactly. T- to be fair. <laughs> like a little bit, you know, but I'm like mostly with it. I'm, I'm yeah, of course. just not understanding. I was like, I'm so sorry. I've never seen Spider-Man. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And the guy was Is that like, in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man? I haven't seen those I in like I could not tell you decades. what fucking Spider-Man it was in. But he was like, then f- somehow one of them realized, like, put the two sentences together and was like, yeah. we're looking for, like, the trolley in Spider-Man that goes to the island. And I was like, 
Oh, yeah, the tram to Roosevelt Island. I know where that is. You're super oh close. <laughs> like, you're blocks away from it, man. Like, why on God's green earth would you lead with? Right. Do you, you know, know in Spider-Man? In Spider-Man? Like, that is not. That thing he does? It's like, it could so be literally crazy. anything. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, You just have to go. Uh, you just go up there. And the guy goes, she means down. And I was like, well, I am pointing uptown. But, yeah, it is technically down a hill to get to. Like, yeah, you just go up that way a few blocks. He's like, she means down. Oh, I was like, my God. Okay, this whole interaction start to finish, insane. But they, I think they found it. And I hope they had a great time if you're listening to this pod. I'm so glad you made it. Just um, So, anyway, that's this. If you know what Spider-Man movie the Roosevelt Island tram was in, please do please tweet, do at, tweet us. at us. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, I don't remember why I thought of that. Interaction. But, oh my God. I laughed so. Because we were talking about um, going to Governor's Island. Yes, thank you. Okay. When Governor's Island was a military base. Yeah. That's what I'll have to assume he was shipping out to I'm Governor's assuming Island. assuming that would be. Because I mean, like New York was a, and like Key West yeah. is like, or whatever the, or Keep Point West. What, was it the military West base? That's, there West, you go. Something like that. I don't know. Key West. Key is West in is Florida. in Florida. I think. I think. I don't know. Listen. I don't know. As as I've said before, I don't look at maps. I don't look at maps. <laughs> I don't know the military. I don't. That's none of my business. That's not. That has nothing to do with me. Not, I, I am nowhere near there. Where things are, not my business. Not my business. And I famously mind my business. Thank you. No Stay in your can. lane. <laughs> I won't. But that's okay. Um, anyway. Okay. So that's a brief interaction. And I'll be honest, after that first scene, I was a little bit like Mm -hmm. unsure. I'm like, I don't know if I am into this musical. I really It's very quick. That first scene is very fast. Mm -hmm. It barely lasts like five minutes. Yeah. It's really, it's really, really quick. And it is, they'll tell you on Broadway HD, like explicit content warning. Yeah. But they are... Listen, we don't see any P's, any V's. We don't see any digitals, but we see, <laughs> we see lots thrusts. of butts. We see and thrusts, thrusts and butts. That's so true. There's mm-hmm. like aggressive thrusting happening. Absolutely. Not like this is no risky business choreographed musical, right. like choreographed music video sex. This is right. humping. <laughs> like, humping and dumping. It's crazy. It's, yeah. I appreciated the reality. Um, it's, it's great. <laughs> incredible so then he the soldier steals the brooch yes walks away runs and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden becomes a different soldier i like the way that they trans i was just like, gonna say let's like, talk about transitions between the um decades i mm-hmm. think that was part of my favorite part of the the movie yeah that like, first one's so seamless yeah. i didn't even realize like he literally I was like, just wait like, is that that guy his hair has changed right. and he like the way that they do it is like they move away from the the place where they are and then like like open a door and they're automatically yeah. in the next in a new era. yeah and it's really seamless it's awesome the way that they do it and it works i think it works really well because because of the daisy chain aspect you're yes. following the same actor from sorry from one scene to the next scene you are following the same actor through line and then you right. need a new actor in that second scene yes. that you then follow to the following scene right so like you're all you you have a familiar face to look out for yeah Although I will say I felt like the soldier and 
the college boy mm-hmm. were sort of indistinguishable for one another. They did it, look a, very similar. He's a for brunette a white was, man. For a second, I was like, <laughs> Are, is that the same That's actor? the same guy, I yeah. thought for sure, but I don't think it was because his lips were a little bit different. Mm, okay. Um, but they looked very similar. And I will yeah. say that that kind of threw me. Again, the first couple songs, I was a little bit trying to find my bearings, trying to find my footing and figure that. out if I liked the show. I get that. Um, but by the 60s, I was yeah. on board. Yeah. And then by Rumor Willis's second, the 50s, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm I'm with it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's talk about the 40s. Liked the jazz club. <laughs> yeah. Didn't care for the song between the characters. Yeah, the song between the characters is not the best. Yeah. And the premise is just guy shipping out. Being yeah, a dick. Loose at best. Trying to have sex trying before to have he goes fights in a war. And then uh, they go to a car and fuck in a car. And fuck in a car. And okay. then she's talking too much. Classic. Yeah. He's Women like, be talking. He's like, please don't talk. How romantic. <laughs> How romantic. And she's like, would you walk me home at least? And he's like, God, I got to get a beer. I'm getting a beer Leave with my boy. Why don't you? <laughs> it's really the dogfight of it all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> really? I was like, I am not going to like this if we're just doing like wars through the century. I'm not going to like this. I did like the interaction, though, because she keeps calling him Sammy because he doesn't tell her his name. (laughs) And he's like, stop calling me that. That's not my name. My name is Leslie. And I was like, okay, that is an extremely sexy name to be calling out in car. (laughs) Sammy's much hotter. Sammy is much hotter. It's much hotter. Um, And the woman in that scene is played by Jenna Ushkowitz. Yes, of Glee fame. Of Glee fame. And she... Is she's great in oh, that yeah. scene? Her scene in the with the college boy is, is my favorite of the two. Oh, it's amazing! It's so yeah, good. she crushes. And I was yeah. like, she's fine. And then she <gasps> did. Then she did the scene with yeah. the college boy, and I was like, hello, nurse. Literally. <laughs> um, I think I even wrote that down in my notes. <laughs> she's great. Yeah, sh- when when he's like, can you untie me? And she's like, my shift's over. I was like, hello, hello nurse. nurse. <laughs> we love. I. Here's what I'll say. That's Jenna's got the range. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. That I, I would do this project as an actor because for some of the roles, like yeah. for her in particular, she has such a oh yeah, like a total shift. shift. Yeah, to like from this demure like yeah, like and she's a nurse in both, right? So mm-hmm. she's a volunteer nurse in the war, and she's like kind of being flirty but yeah. very reserved and like like I'm looking for a husband essentially. Yeah. And then she's just a straight up horny ass nurse. <laughs> fucking her own fucking her patient. <laughs> she's doing sexual revolution in 1967, the, baby. It's the best. It's so good. It's really good. One of my things about the show um that I was kind of struggling with was like the chemistry between the actors. Uh-huh. There's because it's not like just one dynamic of relationship. There's yes. a lot of different dynamics going yes. on. Because like there's like Rumor and T.R. Knight are like mm-hmm. the jilted husband and wife. Oh my God. So good. And so then good. like um, the like uh, the young thing in Cheyenne Jackson, like mm-hmm. he's just like, okay, well, this is just a fuck butt. Like a, yeah. a, a fuck, like a quick yeah, fuck a at the club. Stand. Yeah. Like, so it's, I really like the dynamics that they're going with, but mm-hmm. like some of them, I was struggling to see the chemistry, like especially yeah. in the 40s. I was struggling to see it yeah, sort see of it between all. the college student and rumor. I was struggling. I was yeah, like, same. what is like it kind of like didn't sit with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I really liked the chemistry between Jenna Ushkowitz and the college student. 100%. So good. She is a She's like the force of that scene and oh, she's so good oh, yeah. in it. Um, 
Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, this one, this was the superior scene. And I feel like yeah. this is really where the musical starts like hitting its stride. And like exactly. it knows what it's yeah. doing and it knows what it's trying to say. Um, I also really appreciated that we come in from the man's point of view, yeah. which is interesting because usually I think for the most part, we're following these characters, same character from scene to scene, yeah. like same actor. So it was interesting that we flipped the script in that one and we cut to mm -hmm. the boy, the college boy reading his, um, his book or whatever. Stendhal or Stendhal. something like that. Um, and then, you know, then, then the nurse comes in, then Jenna yeah. comes in. Um, she is so good. That song yeah. is great. Oh yeah, absolutely. She's listing off all the people she's had sex with before yeah. I lived. Um, and then when she keeps pushing his hands back above his head, I was yeah. just, la I loved it. It's so fun. And like a romp. I feel like that's oh, like a perfect word to describe that scene <laughs> is just like, it's really, it's kind of silly. Yeah. A little, um, but it's like, but not, good in a good way. It's not like making fun of her not sexuality. At all. Not at all. It's like, she is, on top and she's in charge. She's in charge. She's the one running the show. We appreciate and she's having she's having fun. And she's honestly, we love life. to watch women have fun. And that's what we want. We want women to have fun. <laughs> um okay, so then that scene cuts to the twenties. So this is a yes. uh, rumor and the call of uh, the young man or whatever. Yes. So this is going back to my like issues with the instrumentation. Yeah. This one the way that they're trying to convey period through the music is they're playing the music in the style of the era that they're mm -hmm. play like they're existing in. Cause the music in this scene, when they're singing, the instrumentation is like a calliope that, or like an organ that you would hear yeah. like at, like the, at the movies. movies. Mm -hmm. And that kind of like, just, it didn't, Fit with me yeah, and I was agreed. like not a huge fan of that and that's when I was kind of like I started noticing the orchestration more and I was like I'm not a big fan of the way that they're trying to convey the eras yeah. through music yeah in the um, original cast album they're sort of doing at that but they're not doing it as much until like the 70s and the 80s when like in the 80s like there's yeah it's 80s it's 80s like yes. you can tell yeah but for the rest of it it's like very kind of straight yeah, played, which I liked a little bit. Better. To me, it's a lot like <laughs> this very universal experience, I'm sure. Of course. Of like the videos that are like makeup and dress styles yes. through the decades. And there's always going to be like a couple decades that just don't really have yeah. like specifically like tell me like whenever the 40s you say and the 50s. 1920s makeup, exactly. people just put a little flapper headband on. Exactly. Like that's not makeup. That's right. just a headband that you're indicating the period with. Right. And I think that that, I think the the same issues that when you're trying to delineate by decade in that way, were yes. happening in this musical. I a hundred percent agree. Like the twenties wasn't that strong of music. And I would. Right. I mean, like, outside of jazz. Right. And that was like, they did that with the forties. Like 40s. they mostly played up yeah. the forties and I would have gone probably more big band than jazz for yeah. the forties, but they did. And it's fine. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter because no. music is whatever. Right. Like obviously it's going to work in the seventies. You're going to do disco. It's yes. obviously going to work in uh, the eighties with the synths. Right. It's going to work in the sixties. You're going to do a little bit more, but like sixties and fifties were pretty. Yeah. Indistinguishable. Indistinguishable from one another. And, I wouldn't say that the music from the 1912 scene was particularly. I mean, it was, I wasn't going. Uh, that's 1912, baby. Exactly. I mean, like, well, I think the that one. That's Al Jolson, if I've heard it. <laughs> yeah, 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 I heard I it. I know. Who cares? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's like this is kind of the scene where I started like really noticing the instrumentation, and I was mm -hmm. like, mm, some choices were made, not all. Strong don't know that choices. they all worked. Don't know that they all worked. Yeah, don't know that they all worked, but yeah. like late as the 
show went on, it mm-hmm. got better. Agreed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say the 20s were not my favorite. The the 20s scene was not my favorite scene. No. Um, although rumors costuming impeccable. Impeccable. And we get our first bloge of the of yeah. the show, which I appreciated. He starts it's, like undoing his zipper in the movie theater, and I was like, she gonna jerk him off? And then she just like bends over, and I was like, oh, okay, we're doing blowjobs at the movies. The BJ's at the movies. This is the original BJ at the movie, uh, and we appreciate that representation. And thank God for that. All the seventh graders who are watching this are finally feeling represented. Truly, the the very thought sinking feeling in my stomach, like. Do not take your penis out of the movie theater. Right. Please keep your penis. I remember when we were in middle school and we like, we would hear about our friends doing that at the movies. I was like, why would you, that's a public place. People could see you. Yeah. Even if you're in the back, it's like, why would you do that? It's not dark. The screens are very bright. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So sorry. Um, That's just my repression. It's fine. Uh, It's okay. (laughs) I clearly was not a teen at the movie theater doing hand stuff. Neither was I. (laughs) Yeah. So the 20s was not my favorite scene, but I appreciated the use of the movie theater. Yeah. Um, Like, I I appreciate what they were trying to do, but I agree with you that it didn't really execute well. Yeah. Like, that's a good uh, instinct, I think. Oh, we'll make it the the music that accompanies the the movie. But I felt like it was very whatever. Also, I I don't I don't feel like it worked. I didn't understand the relationship um, issue because. To me, like it seems like the issue is that he can't get it up. Yes. For her. Yes. But then well, he can. The whole thing is like he can't get it up unless he can't have her. Right. When she wants him. Yeah. It's, it's like not it's not cool. It's forbidden fruit, essentially. Yeah. Because she's married. Right. So. And he and wants then, her to leave her husband. And she's like, no. No. And then he's like, I'm rock hard. <laughs> I'm. Like, <laughs> because at the end at the end of his song he's like now it won't go down now it won't go down <laughs> just his pants I'm like okay go off it's very funny um she so then we follow her now here's what i'll say rumor yeah. willis got a face for a wig oh, she can wear she can pull a wig off she can wear any kind of hair uh-huh. she wants she's an interesting looking woman but i appreciate her presence as a big chin gal i appreciate big chin representation okay <laughs> Say it. Cut this. <laughs> I was going to say. Please, was, after was, Bruce has gone through so much. I know. Um, and we do stand with and we the stand Willis family. And we support Bruce. Um, I was going to say, as she was singing her second song about how she was walking in the park, I was looking at her. I was like, why does she look so familiar? And then I was like, she's Tina Burner if she's a day. <laughs> Tina You're Burner, not wrong. Tina Burner is doing Rumor Willis is doing Rumor Willis drag. Yeah. And that's what we need to say. And that's what She's we need to say. She's the inspiration. Yes, exactly. Rumor Willis She's the is meaning the in our inspiration. life. She's the inspiration. Yeah, Tina Burner is doing Rumor Willis drag. Absolutely. That's true. <laughs> Got that. <laughs> no, keep it. I love it. Um, she looks, I think she's prettier in the second scene than she is in the first Agreed. scene. It's a better look for her. The 20s makeup doesn't suit whatever 20s makeup is. I think the hat is also a little too the much in the, in the 20s. And I can't tell if she's gotten her lips done, but I feel like she has her top look. Her top lip looks overfilled. Yeah. I, it like I sticks out that. in a way that is like, looks like overfilling. Right. Um, there's very specific. When you've watched as many hours of Real Housewives <laughs> as I have, you you start to see these You these start things. to clock these things. Yeah, an overfilled lip. Um, but I felt like 
the scene with her and TR Knight, they don't have chemistry, but that's the point. That's the point, yeah. And it's so good. Yeah, when it's she really strong. Like she undoes his bow tie and he sort of laughs and she like runs her hands down his down his chest and he's like, You're gonna get me all wrinkled. And then she like tries to get her hands in his pants and he like pushes her away. Right. Oh it's it's so small and it's so good. Yeah. It's so well done and hits really hard. It does. And like just the you want to believe that he loves her. You want like right. you don't believe that he does and then he convinces you that he does and that he's just like being scatterbrained and then he very clearly is like yeah. no. And do not touch me. It's such an interesting dynamic because it like the next scene after with TR Knight mm-hmm. colors it so differently. Right. Because you know, like because they're going through the different decades, they're not technically the same they're not character. They're the same person. Right. Um, but like in the next scene, he's trying to seduce a man. Right. And it colors that scene with him and rumor mm-hmm. so well. Mm-hmm. And it's like such an interesting way to tell a story. Yeah. Um, and I, I really, really liked it. I really appreciated that uh, this scene doesn't give us sex, but it does give us masturbation. Masturbation. And I appreciate for both of that. Them. For both of them. Yeah, yeah, she's jerking off in the tub and he's jerking off on the chaise long for whatever reason. I mean, who doesn't want to jerk off on a chaise long? I literally every day I'm like, my God, where's my chaise long? Uh, <laughs> my jerking my jerking off couch, jerk- obviously. <laughs> that is the couch where I jerk It's like off. a fainting couch, but instead it's for jerking off. Well, yeah. And don't tell me that they didn't sometimes serve a dual purpose. You know You that. think no one's ever jerked off on a fainting couch before? Exactly. Okay. 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 Uh, you can keep living uh, in that okay. fantasy world. That's a lie and you know it. <laughs> That's a lie and you know it. Um, uh, but I really liked the one. She looks freaking beautiful. Oh, she looks amazing. Did I wig. Google rumor Willis butt? Yes, I did. Because I was like, Go I don't believe off. that's really her butt. But then I saw her Instagram post and I Hello? think that might really be her butt. I think she just got a great ass. And like to that, I say congrats rumor. Show it off. Congrats Put on your butt. She looked great. Oh my she God. Looked she looked amazing. Incredible. So yeah. hot. And like you said, face for a wig. Face for a wig. Mm-hmm. She can wear literally any color of hair. Absolutely. It's incredible. I love that for her. I know. And TR Knight, so hot in a tux. So literally hot in only a tux. ever in formal wear. I don't want to see you in a t shirt, no, my guy. Not at all. <laughs> you got to be to the nines. I need top hat and tails from you. Like always. And it was oh, so hot. Um, mm-hmm. TR Knight was part of my gay awakening. Um, mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. He was the one I had a crush on on Gray's Anatomy. And I feel, Obviously. and I stand by that. And I was right to Everybody think that. Everybody was talking about McDreamy and McSteamy. Yeah. And I'm like, no. Alex Scruff, who gives a shit? I'm not interested. I'm, Give I me care. the little teddy bear. That's what I want. I want that little, little man. I want the nice man. <laughs> I want the little nice guy who gets run over by a bus. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's what I want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as I, I don't remember if I said this on mic, but we cut to after the 50s scene, we cut to 1912. Yes. And before literally before the date popped up on the screen, before a word of dialogue is spoken, TR Knight comes down a very small white hallway with yes. a lot of doors in dressed very formally. Right. And somehow just instinctively, my body was like, this is the Titanic. It's 1912. <laughs> and then the date flashed on the screen it was 1912. I'm like, this is the Titanic. They're and then the I was Titanic. like, wait, it's probably not the Titanic. Like, I'm being dramatic. Right. Why would it be the Titanic? And then it fully and was. And it fully was the Titanic. Why do we know that? Why is that so ingrained in the American psyche? I don't It can't just know. be the movie Titanic, because I've only seen the movie Titanic one time. It but has I to was be... obsessed with it as a child. Not right. the movie, just the happening. Everybody is either obsessed in America with either World War II, 
the Civil War or the Titanic. Those are the three things you can that care about. That is so true. And right? you can't care about any of them at the same time. No, it's it's completely disparate. Yeah. yeah. Here's what I'll say. I never cared about the Civil War. Nope. I did care about the Titanic briefly, and then I did go through a pretty strong World War II phase. There it is. And there it is. And there it is. And that's, as a woman, you can't be all three. And that's, <laughs> you can't. You just simply can't. Uh, no one is a triple threat like I that. I feel like it's like literally taught in history books, but why? We're not, it's not like we're learning anything. Right. It's. Not like this was a, this isn't Franz Ferdinand, right? This no. isn't someone getting shot to start off a war. Right. This is literally just like one it's time. It's not the Lusitania. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> one time there was a boat and it, sank and it sank and everyone died. And it was really sad. Oh, okay. That's probably <laughs> happened a lot. Like we don't talk about plane crashes like that. We don't talk about like, like literally the, how many boats have sank in like fucking Lake Superior. Thank you. Like, it's a lot. A lot. The TikToks on my For You page or anything Thank to be Thank you. Haunted hydrology. <laughs> we stand. I just, why, why do we all care so much about the Titanic? I don't know. I think it. <sighs> I'm like, we're not even bringing this back for larger themes. Like, why do we care so much? That's what I, I'm like. That's what I'm trying if to do right now. If you're a history teacher like, at me. I'm like what? trying to pull themes out of it. And I'm like, is it because it was a tragedy that like. Like struck every like social class because like but rich people even, died and yeah. also like uh I don't know but also I did see a very interesting TikTok of course where somebody was talking about like because the majority of the survivors were women mm. like the story of the Titanic was told in a very different way than a lot of other survival stories in history interesting yes. in what what just like just like the way that like um. A lot of it is focused on like the people of oh, the ship uh-huh. and that kind of thing versus the mechanics. Yeah. Although I've seen many an infographic, like for some reason, it's ingrained in my brain the unsinkable defense theory, yeah. like the water, the water. Like everybody knows that if they had just rammed into the iceberg, <laughs> they would have been able to survive instead yeah. of scraping along the side. Yeah. Like everyone everybody knows, knows that. <laughs> that the compartments got fill, filled over yeah. and over and over again, and the, the compartmentalization didn't help at all. Right. Why? Why do I know that? I don't. I don't know I don't algebra, know. Connor. But for some reason, I understand the fucking unsinkable mechanics that failed the Titanic. I, 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 it's truly a mystery that no one can be it's solved. It's not right, and it's not okay. <laughs> and it has to stop, America. We have to stop teaching children about the Titanic. Truly. Let them watch the James Cameron film, and let that be enough. Honestly. We've done that for every other... like. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The Titanic scene is great. The Titanic scene is great. And I do want an entire movie of just gay Titanic. I want the My Fair Lady gay Titanic that that clearly was. He's like, look, I remember how to drink champagne out of a champagne glass like you taught me. And I was like, he's Henry Higginsing her. (laughs) This is fully the rain in Spain falls mostly on the plane. (laughs) I want to see the the gay My Fair Lady on On the the Titanic. Titanic. That's what this scene is positing exists, and Absolutely. I'm here for it. And also because, like, okay, going all the way off, um, mm-hmm. it has, like, a really interesting queer dynamic okay, where speak on it. T.R. Knight, like, as the ship is going down, and because uh, the whole song between the two of them mm-hmm. is T.R. Knight basically trying to seduce this person from steerage, mm-hmm. and um, he's not telling the guy that the ship is sinking. Right. He's like, I'm going to go out Wild. the way God intended as a faggot. <laughs> With a dick with near a me. With a dick in my mouth. <laughs> and um, honestly, that is the dream. And <laughs> as God intended, with a dick in my mouth and um, a salute. And a, <laughs> a quick salute and a dick in the mouth. 
Um, and it's like this really interesting moment where he's he successfully seduces the man, mm-hmm. and then like the man starts to realize like something is not right. Yeah, and he's like, and Tierney is finally like. The, the ship's going down and we're all going to die. Yeah, he keeps being like, it's crazy how this room feels very tilty. Right. It's it's crazy how, like, the chocolates you're offering me are literally sliding off the plate. Right. And then and then there's, like, and then the the young thing, that's what he's called, mm-hmm. um, is, like, gets really pissed off and he runs out and he, like, tries to get to the lifeboats. Mm-hmm. And then T.R. Knight decides to stay in the room and die on the ship. Yeah. And, like, that is such an interesting dynamic. And I know it's, like, bury your gaze, mm-hmm. but, like, it's... In 1912, like uh, examining queerness in that era and like choosing death over living a lie. I think think that is really interesting. And that's a story that I would like to see. It's hard. 100%. It's It's very much The Awakening by Kate Chopin. (laughs) Very much that. And everyone's saying that. I do think that. This is going to sound wild to say, but I think that tracks with the character as we know it. And we've only been with this character for five, seven minutes. But I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what he would do. Exactly. Like, whatever is going on, that dude's so fucking repressed, so, like, wound tight that he got the one thing he wanted in this world. And then he was like, all right. And he was like, okay, I can die happy now. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Bon voyage (laughs) to the bottom of the Atlantic I go. Oh, my God. Anyway, wild. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, it's such good storytelling. So then, so then the young thing is running through the halls. He's like fighting through the people, yeah. and then all of a sudden he's in a club. Yeah, and it's 1976. It's so good. Really the way good that transition. They and it's crazy how he goes from like steerage. Uh, Eliza to little elf man twink. Okay. Can we talk <laughs> about the like hair? He looks like a literal fairy. Like he's got the dust yes. on his cheekbones. It's giving you euphoria. It's giving you TikTok teens yes. with the glitter on the eyes. 100%. Like, it's very much that. I My only issue is his hair looks uh-huh. more 2008 than Agreed. it does 1976. Agreed 100%. They got the sh- they they did more of a swoop than a shag. Yes. And it wasn't nearly frizzy enough. No. Needed much more texture to that hair. Completely I agree. couldn't agree with you more. He looked like a little emo boy. But I do love a bear chest with a vest. I love that. What hot. can I say? I love cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> love cowboys. I love cowboys. And I Rip to power of the dog. RIP. <laughs> RIP. Um and we do see drugs, which I love. That's yeah. how I know it's the 70s because people are doing bumps like, whoa. Everybody's everybody's at the club. Grinding and... Grinding and bumping. And bumping. It's it's great. And we love. And, and then, I was like, I know Cheyenne Jackson's got to come soon because I had seen his name in the credits yes. and I was like, this motherfucker's coming eventually. He is. And he comes and he is... He's Mark from Rent. He's... So yes, yes. He's got his little camera and he's running around New York. He's like December twenty fourth, nineteen something, nine p.m. Pan (laughs) out. It's New York, and I am living New York. (laughs) Exterior shot the club, and then he's like videotaping in the club. Obviously, meets the young thing, takes him back to his apartment. They blow dro, they hang (laughs) out, blow dro. You know, Uh, they start having sex and. Great sex scene, by the way. Great sex scene. Great. They're doing everything. Oh, yeah. Cheyenne's bottom. We love to see it. We love to see it. Um, We love Cheyenne. I freaking love Cheyenne Jackson. Oh, yeah. This podcast stands. Bro, Cheyenne Jackson. Um, And his, and the angel, what is it? Jonathan, isn't that his name? And the angel Uh, Johnny? Jackie. And the angel Jackie says, (laughs) he's like, the couch would have been better. Yeah. (laughs) 
I, I really like I that, would. that he's like writing the scene in his head as it's happening. I did too. It's, I love that musical refrain. I thought yeah. it really worked. I, I really enjoyed that scene. Yeah. Also the scene from above right after they've, um, right after they finish having sex where they're like both like long Mm. naked and there's just like a little bit of a blank. I think that shot is really beautifully composed and looks really cool. It's just, I really enjoyed the, um, cinematic, which obviously like he's a cinematic guy. You can see that he, this is his vision. This is what he is thinking. Like he's art directing their post coital togetherness. And that's why you don't have sex with artists because they are annoying in that way. That's true. (laughs) they will fuck your whole life up. <laughs> that is definitely something I learned at Mizzou. Um, <laughs> but, but I did appreciate, uh, I did appreciate that. I really, really enjoyed that scene. Yeah. Um, agree on the characterization. The hair wasn't great, but I'll watch Cheyenne Jackson do anything. Oh yeah. I'd re- watch him read the phone book. And you know what? I'll watch him do even more. Audra McDonald. Seduce Audra McDonald. <laughs> I will watch him fuck Audra McDonald. I would watch 10 hours of that. <laughs> I would. Okay. So controversial. Yeah. I was a little like, that's my mom. <laughs> like, okay. Cheyenne Jackson, why are you fucking my mom? Okay. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. I, I appreciate that. I love Audra McDonald. I celebrate her sexuality, but 100%. I was like very like, <laughs> I was, a, I, was a, I was a little shocked when I saw it. I was like, oh, oh God. I was too at first. I'll be honest. I was like, I don't know about all this. Right. That is my opera mom. She sings opera. She doesn't have sex. Exactly. And then they started having and sex. And I was like, sex. I was like, oh, okay, okay. wait. Okay. Audra McDonald is horned. I love. We love to see it. And what I love even more is. Speak on it. Audra McDonald doing Cher covers album When. When her song is the best song. Oh, it's easily the best. And it's I not know. even the, the thing about her song is that it's not even in the original um musical. And they were right to add it. Yes. <laughs> they she's, were right to she's add it. She's doing she's giving you Do You Believe in Life After Love. It is a hundred percent. It is Do You Believe in Life After Love. And it is so fucking good. Yeah, because she's amazing. That song's a bop. Yeah. It's been stuck in my head all day. It's so good. I was like, okay living for this the whole the whole premise of that scene is um she is an artist trying to make a new record he is her producer and he's trying to get her to do the share the auto-tune the like affecting her voice and she's like but i can sing and then she does like classic audrey mcdonald i am a singer and i was like okay she can't sing um and we love and then they listen they put that auto-tune on and baby she is a dance club Icon. Oh, yeah. She would be playing at pieces every single night. Every single night. Um, really liked that. Really loved the music video that's also happening while they're having sex. Yeah. I just really, I really, really appreciated every part of that scene. I really enjoyed it. I do. I do think that, um, like I was saying, like, uh, about the, like, the lack of chemistry in mm-hmm. some of the scenes, I think that that scene is one of the strongest and the mm-hmm. scene between Audra and Martha Plimpton is very strong as well. Uh, and then like rumor and TR night and Jenna Ishkowitz's second scene. And I think those are all the strongest scenes. I agree. The Martha Plimpton, Audra McDonald chemistry is. Oh my God. So good. So good. Yeah. I was like, okay. Speaking of like Ooh. Audra McDonald's share album, when um, when are we getting a movie of Martha Plimpton and Audra McDonald being lesbians? Being political lesbians. I like that. <gasps> the, of the two things that I want to see from this movie, mm-hmm. gay Titanic, gay Titanic, 
Political lesbians. Political lesbians. <laughs> Those are the only two things that I want after watching this. Coming soon on Bits Over Broadway. Thank you. Podcast Network. <laughs> the Gay Titanic. Political lesbians. Political lesbians. It's set in the 80s. I thought it was really an interesting choice to go political, um, but I loved it. <coughs> like to have be the senator and the mistress, yeah. um, which I know is in the play, but I thought politics in the 80s was a good place to set it. Agreed. And I thought it was great to set it with two women. Um, yes. Really, really liked it. The song was fine. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I wasn't paying attention to the song because I was like so invested in Martha Plimpton and in Audra McDonald being horny. Yeah. Right. I was like, I don't know what the lyrics are. It doesn't matter. I mean, Audra McDonald is slaying. Oh, yeah, she's absolutely. Cr- absolutely crushing yes. it. Yes. Um, and she's just sort of swanning around and being like, I can put on the blue dress. I can be here. Right. We can get a Georgetown address. Like, I was listening to the lyrics. Like, she's like, this is what our life could be if you would just if let you would me. you just let me be your mistress. Your, your, yeah. Like, like, I don't even wife. need to be your wife. She's like, I don't even need to be a wife. I don't even need that title. Right. I just need to be with you because yeah. they don't live together. Right? right. Like, she's like, just let me move to Washington, D.C. We can say, yeah, I'm your friend. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. I'm your advisor. Hire me on the campaign. Let's be together. Let's, Let's do, do this it. for real. Let's do it. And I really. I thought that scene was so well shot and mm-hmm. beautiful. It was, it was, I really liked the, um, the aspect of it, like almost being kind of a dream, mm-hmm. like, like yeah, not fantastical. actually happening mm-hmm. in real life. I liked that aspect of it. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Um, so then we get to Martha Plimpton, right? Yes. And then we cut Back to, to the beginning, essentially the beginning, which is sort of set out of time. It doesn't really right. say, but we assume present day. Um, and she's back with it's sort of like a, it's almost like a Nickelodeon, right? Like it's like a little, it's or like, like a peep show. Kind yeah. Of thing. Sort of. Cause like she's talking to a, a guy on a screen, essentially. Yeah, but he's like behind a glass. It's like he's yeah. there, but the curtain comes up and down. He's like, it's like a peep show, yeah, sort of. Essentially. Um, and but then somehow they get together because then they have sex. Right. Uh but like we don't even see them have sex. It's after. Yeah, it's just cuddling, just spooning. Um, and she's sort of talking through it. And there's a lot of echoing of the first scene where she's yes. like, Should I pay you? And then the sex worker is like, Who said anything about money? Right. Sort of echoing that first nineteen oh one scene where the sex worker was there. Yeah. Um I and also I think it was really interesting because um the way that the lyrics work in the in the show, she's talking about how like I had a dream that I was in all these different people's beds and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And it like that kind of like ties it back to the beginning framing with her, like possibly being on a drug trip. Right. Like, right. Yeah. I, I think that was a really interesting choice. I think that was kind of what I was trying to sort out with the first couple scenes. And then I sort of w- was far enough away from it that I stopped trying to figure it out. But at yeah. first I was trying to figure out like, is Martha Plimpton always the one who is right? Like, is, is she always one of the partners? Right. Is this her, like you said, like doing a drug drug trip where she is yes. always coupled? Like she's experiencing couples through yeah. the Cloud the Atlas, decades. the musical, essentially. <laughs> I wish I had read Cloud Atlas so I wouldn't know what that <laughs> reference was, but I believe that it's correct. Um, eventually I stopped trying to figure it out and yeah. just sort of let it happen to me, which I think is what all art should do. Eventually it should just bend <laughs> just you to its will and say, stop you, trying to figure like it out and ocean. do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I last, like I liked that final song. Mm-hmm. I liked bringing it all back full circle. I just, 
really enjoyed this musical more than I thought I would. I, it's not I'm that glad. I had any idea of what yeah. it was going in, but those first couple scenes, I really was like, oh yeah. no, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And then I ended up really, really liking yeah, it. Yeah, I feel that. I, yeah. m- I'm i not like the biggest fan of the movie. Again, I think they Fair made enough. some choices that mm-hmm. I don't necessarily vibe with. Those first few scenes are like not the best. It's, there's a lot of chemistry that's lacking, but Again, I do think that it got stronger as it went on. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely, I'm not going to hold the movie against the musical because yeah, I think the musical's great. Yeah. I'm interested to listen to, uh, both soundtracks are, um, both yeah. recordings are available on Spotify. You can get the movie or the 1994 yeah. um, cast recording. So I'm going to peep the cast recording later today because I'm interested to hear the uh the differences. Yeah. Um, and also John Cameron Mitchell is yeah, in the- Yeah, he's in the original and Donna original, Murphy. And Donna Murphy. Um, and uh, are there any other things we wanted to flag? Did we cover all the- I think we covered all the of them. horniness yeah, of all, it? There's so much um, horniness. But yeah, uh, Connor, man, and share this for yeah, us. Yeah, like I said, um, I'm not, I don't know if I'll necessarily watch the movie again, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I will definitely like listen to the music. Yeah, 100%. The musical is really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah- like I said, there's some choices that were made that I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah. Um, I would probably say like, I think I gave it like two and a half, three stars on Letterboxd. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Meryl, Fair how enough. about you? Yeah. I don't think I would watch it again, but I will be listening to Audra McDonald's song on repeat. Oh, a thousand percent. Um, and I will be writing her a letter every day until she drops until the share cover drops album. Until she the share cover. <laughs> if share can cover ABBA, Audra McDonald can cover share. Co- cover share. And yeah. I've always said that. I've always said that for years and years and years. For years and years. That is, that is the stance of this podcast, and it has been since day one. Since day one. At least believe. Yeah. I at least need Audrey McDonald to sing Believe. When, That's all. Where will it happen? I'll be at, there. Can it happen at Carnegie Hall? Below. Like 50, oh, my God, even. <laughs> That's where I'd love. Um, <laughs> Joe's Pub. Like, jo- come on. I'll go. I'll buy the tickets. I'll buy all the tickets. Let's, please. Uh, I support that. I will say, overall... If you've got time and the Broadway HD subscription, <laughs> then watch it. Go off. Um, it's an interesting. Here's what I'll also say: It reminded me a lot of the book "The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue." That kind of like was a big book last year, I think, or maybe the year yes, before, maybe 2020. I, think I remember you mentioning this. To me. Um, but it's a similar concept where a person has existed through the decades. This, yeah, hers covers a lot more. Like that book covers like the 17th century to present day Jesus. versus just the 19th century. That's quite the span. Quite the span. But it did remind me of. Yeah. we're seeing different time periods were getting different perspectives. Mm-hmm. What I think this musical does really well is tell the story of two characters very quickly. Yes. Like in its best scenes, in the, the scenes that we listed that yeah, were the strongest, the strongest ones. Um, it, it, you understand the characters and the motivations in a very short amount of time and right. you feel the emotional weight, despite the fact that you've only been living with these characters for five minutes. Yeah. And I think that's really impressive and really strong yeah. where it struggles is when they don't make that as clear. Like mm-hmm. I think the soldier um, scenes are, tr- are tricky. They're yeah. a struggle. I don't think they're as well developed, but I think everyone in it is also surprisingly crushing it. Oh yeah. I did no. not know Rumor Willis could sing. None of the I think she does an amazing job. None of the actors are it's not like your typical like movie musical where they're mm-hmm. they're, they're using people who can't really right. pull it off. Yeah. This every single person is like on is top great. of their shit. Is really, really good. And you yeah. obviously you have some stars like Audrey right. McDonald can fucking sing. Obviously, Cheyenne yeah. Jackson is has been on Broadway. Yeah. I think Martha Plimpton has been on she Broadway. Has been. Um but like I had no idea Rumor Willis could sing. I no. I knew Tierra Knight could kind of sing because he was in the musical episodes, I think, of Grey's Anatomy, uh, Grey's Anatomy and maybe has been on Broadway. Maybe. I'm not sure. But I didn't know if it was just straight play or if it was a musical. 
but he was good. I really yeah. enjoyed his singing yeah. voice. And, um, and I really liked Leo Tanya or Leo Leonida, the oh, sex yeah. worker yeah. from the beginning and the end. I thought he was really, so he does a falsetto obviously yeah. in the, in the first scene. Um, but it's still pretty and it's, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I, the things that I didn't like or didn't think were as strong definitely existed, but yes. I felt like the good for me, the good outweighed the bad. And That's I didn't good. feel like I had wasted time watching the movie, That's which good. is always a That's good thing. That's honestly the best you can ask isn't for. Isn't that the end game oh, at the end of, of it all? Movies, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, Connor, anything to plug? As usual, you can find me across all platforms at CRLA12 on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. You will find any funny writing or funny videos there. Meryl, how about you? Nothing for me, but you can follow this podcast across all platforms platforms at bits over B way. You can email us bits over B way at gmail.com. We are also on Patreon, patreon.com slash bits over B way. We are on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google play, wherever you find podcasts. We are there. If we are not there, please email us and we will get there. Uh, that is all. Uh, bye. bye. She going to jerk him off. And then she just like bends over and I'm like, Oh, Blowjobs at the movies. The BJs at the movies. This is the original BJ at the movie.